Hey, friends. My friend Dave Tucker stopped by to talk about his favorite music of 2021 and early 2022 on this special bonus episode of Michael Loves Indie. Hi friends, welcome back to Michael Loves Indie. For today's episode 27, I decided to revisit a musical conversation with my friend Dave Tucker, who has featured episode 6, which was Dave Tucker's favorite songs of 2020. Today we're having a conversation with Dave Tucker, hearing about his favorite selections of 2021 and early 2022. Now, if you listened to the earlier episode, you'll know that, you know, like myself, Dave spends a lot of time seeking out and discovering new music. Although, in my opinion, Dave takes it to another level with much broader interests across genres. I mean, folk and country and roots music, classical music, jazz, R&B, hip hop. And uh, he produces an annual compilation CD for friends that I very much look forward to getting where he presents his favorite tracks of that year. And so for the second year in a row, we've decided to, to take that compilation and make it a musical conversation. And he asked me to provide about a half a dozen of my own selections, which we talked through. So I hope you enjoy a musical conversation with several clips with Dave Tucker talking about his favorite music of 2021 and early 2022. Dave, thanks for doing this again. We're here on a Saturday afternoon in February, and I know we did this a little over a year ago, and we were both thinking, well, let's um, recap some of our personal favorite music of 2021, and I think it's a little bit of early 2022 as well. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, we're just you know coming to the end of 2021. It, it is funny. This is our second year doing this, and you know, last year's uh, you know 2020 set list for me was called Six Feet Sessions, uh, a year of uh, uh, of social distancing, and uh, we could have just called this uh, you know Six Feet Sessions number two, um, but uh, but we're taking a little different tact, and uh, here we are. Yeah, that's right, and. Um you had, I think we mentioned this last year too, you know, you, you had your music as a soundtrack, you had, you know, great personal loss, you know, rest in peace, your mom, and you didn't have quite as tumultuous a 2021, but it was challenging, right? Oh, sure. I had COVID in January of uh, 2021 and uh, was sick as can be. Thankfully, I didn't end up in the hospital and didn't suffer, you know, any of the really serious consequences that, that a lot of people have suffered, you know, personally and, and, and professionally, financially, emotionally. Uh, but yeah, another, also another year of uh, being isolated most of the time and uh, not being able to, to spend much time with our daughter who was in New York City and then now in Boston and, and, and other uh, family members and friends. So I'm hoping for something a little better in 2022. And, and I think that, you know, the songs that really struck with me, stuck with me in 2021 were uh, a lot more uplifting uh, oriented than what I might normally land on. And I really uh, used music uh, as uh, positive therapy in this year a lot. And hopefully some of these songs will, will, will come through that way. I noticed that. And then, you know, for me, um, I, 
I got a little, I got a little, there's a little more hip hop and related stuff this year. I don't know why I, that, that really sparked an interest in that in 2021. But, um, I think for me, same thing, a little more, a little more upbeat, a little more hopeful. So, yeah. um, the, the, you know, the first track that we've queued up is big red machine. I know, uh, Justin Vernon is involved in this project, but I guess before I play some of the track, um, can you tell us what, um, what hit you about this, uh, this artist and this track? Yeah. So, uh, I would say, uh, big red machines, Phoenix, which is the song I picked out is really my song of the year. Uh, the, uh, the, the track just has a wonderful, uh, melody to it. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's home to the lyrical phrase of the year for me, which at, at one point, uh, you hear in the chorus, uh, you make my heart change shape, um, which was just something that I was really looking for, uh, in, in this year. Uh, and this is a super band. Uh, it was formed by Justin Vernon of Bon Iver and Aaron Desner of the national, um, and, uh, and then also Aaron's twin brother, Bryce joins them in this band. And then, uh, they've also got, uh, Robin Pecknold of the fleet foxes and Anias Mitchell, uh, joins them on vocals on this particular song. So, uh, I just, I, I just love this tune. Um, uh, love what, 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 what Justin Vernon does, what the Destner brothers do, what Robert Pecknell does. Um, and, uh, and Anais Mitchell has been somebody who's been you know, on the, on the top of my listening list now for about 10 years. So, uh, let's, uh, let's give it a listen. Cool. The song is called Phoenix and it's by big red machine. Dave, I noticed too, you know, there's definitely some, you know, in, you could hear, you know, almost like Dylan and the band, but then there's electronics. And of course, you know, I know Justin Vernon is really known for doing really creative things with vocals and vocal overdubs and processing. And yeah, like you know, I, I, I tend to go more, you know, kind of that traditional Americana, but uh, because I love all genres of music, I just uh, really enjoy the way that they incorporate all of those uh, different pieces 
uh, into this music. And for the for the poppy people out there who just can't get enough pop music, remember that Aaron Desner was the producer of Taylor Swift's Folklore and Evermore albums yeah. in uh, uh, in 2020. Um, you know, and uh, uh, and if you go more for just the um, the, the real true Americana. Um, I would uh, highly recommend uh, a guy that's associated with Anias Mitchell, Eric John, Eric D. Johnson's uh, "The Fruit Bats" uh, Pet Parade album, also in 2021. And then, if we were allowed to cheat a little bit, I might have already incorporated Anias Mitchell's new album, which has just come out. It's self-titled, and so stay on the lookout for that. It's really, nice. really good stuff. So you know. Um you starting off with Phoenix by Big Red Machine, which involves Justin Vernon, then tipped me off. So my first submission is an Indianapolis group, uh, 81355, also known as Bless. So that's a project that Michael Kaufman, a good friend of mine who's a previous podcast guest, was involved in um, helping to produce these guys. They got connected with Justin Vernon and Justin Vernon's label, and they put out um, their album this year, This Time I'll Be of Use, and it's Sean Jones, a.k.a. Oreo Jones, who I hope to have on the show, uh, somebody I know, Sirius Black, the rapper, and then David Moose Adamson, who's a great art musician, artist, and producer. So it's kind of an Indianapolis hip-hop supergroup, but I love this album. It is hip-hop, but it's really, really creative. The instrumentation is really unusual, and the chemistry of these three guys is really special. So I'm going to play a clip off a track called Hard to Find by the group Bless, which is 81355 if you're looking them up. Cherry of the fire, moving inanimate objects with my mind in the backyard with my little bros as a child. Walk around trying to bury my desire to kill them all. Injustice for all when the youth involved, squeezing on that metallic of the bit through walls. When a mission calls for it, then I'm like, poof, be gone. I was there with a shoulder to lean on, no. Drop a trap scene like a theme song, no. Shit went sour like Dijon, no. Peace up top with the leash on, no. Liaison for my demon, no. Nigga said fire to a Nissan, bygone, bygone, infinity and beyond, no. So yeah, it's a great album. Um, uh, three very different artists coming together. You know, Oreo Jones, uh, Sirius Black, and David Adamson. It, again, it's a it's a hip hop album, but super creative. And you know, I think a lot of people in Indianapolis are really rooting for these guys. It was a really big deal. Got great critical acclaim. So I think we're going to hear a lot more from Bless in the coming years. Yeah, thanks a lot for turning me on to that. Uh, and I've had a chance to meet Oreo Jones, you know, a, a couple of times out in the community. And he just seems like a uh, just a, a terrific artist. Um, you know, he works actively in the arts community and uh, does everything he can do to promote uh, the indie music scene. And I listened to the whole uh, this this time I'll be of use album uh, a few times through after you turn me on to it and uh, really enjoyed it. You know, similar to last year, you turn me on to uh, 
uh, to Clint, Clint Breeze in the Groove, which I've also, you know, listened to a number of times. So I really thank you for, you know, bringing, uh, bringing this uh, local music to, to, to this session and uh, turn, turning me on to this. One question that I had for you is, you know, as I was, uh, as I was queuing up these songs, um, you know, on my music service, uh, one of the songs that comes up when you when you put hard to find is two packs not hard to find. Oh wow! Um, and and I have I have no idea whether there's a whether there's some kind of a, a, a of uh, an other reference. You know whether whether it's a whether it's tied somehow to it or whether it's kind of tied to the opposite of it. It certainly has the, the opposite the the opposite feel yeah. uh, because because two packs not hard to find is really about these what what it, it seemed to me are you know gangsters you know we aren't we, i'm not hard to find coming you know yeah yeah it, it doesn't take anything for you to come for you to come and get me yeah. um which which this song see it, it there may there may be no reference whatsoever but because it is hip-hop and because tupac uh figures so so largely into the you know into the arc the historical arc of history i just wondered about that yeah, could be. Well, we'll. You know what the good news is? We'll we will run into those guys at some point. And we can ask them. So there you go. Right. So so that's question number one for Oreo when he's on your uh, when he's on your podcast later yeah. this year. So I want to shift. I want to shift. Me, that, that, yeah, that's the listener question. I'm, I'm going to shift to our next artist, whom we probably won't get, ever get to talk to, Annie Clark, aka Saint Vincent. And uh, is, uh, you, Dave, you submitted the track. Um, Pay Your Way in Pain from her album Daddy's Home, which was released in 2021. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, Annie Clark is just such a singular character. Anytime anything comes out by her, uh, it's just hard not to have it register in a in a major way. Um, you know, she's she's been with great bands in the past. Polyphonic Spree. She played with Sufjan Stevens's touring band for a while. She's released a bunch of uh, of great records. I mean, her last three records, she did a self-titled record. She did mass seduction. She, and, and then now daddy's home. I just think they're, they're all really great records and they're just, they're just like, unlike what anybody else is doing. She just seems like she has her own singular artistic vision. That's not tied to, to anything else that's going on to, to anybody else. Uh, you know, for the people that are kind of a little more old school, you know, she did a, a, a record called Love This Giant with uh, with David Byrne of the Talking Heads yep. some years ago, which which was also uh, really good. And uh, she's described this album as trying to conjure up the the kind of gritty New York City uh, music scene of the like early 1970s, um, which is kind of like the 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 progenitors of of punk and uh and on the verge of disco uh and kind of a steely dan vibe in there too uh it just it it just unlike it it has it has similar things to things that you might have heard before but just her own just her own unique uh her own unique approach to it so here's a clip off pay your way in pain saint vincent Oh, yeah. 
But I didn't have the money And the shelves were all empty So I went to the bank To, to, to check my check And the man looked at my face Said we don't have a record Oh no You thought we had forgotten The show Is only getting started The road Is feeling like a pothole Sit down, stand up, head down Hands up and it's really cool, you know, and you can hear the uh, you can hear the the uh, influences, kind of you know, many genres happening just with that track alone. So that's Daddy's Home, uh, Saint Vincent. Um, Dave, another submission. We're gonna play another one of yours, and this was uh, the great Sarah Watkins, an artist you turned me on to um, in the past, and um, she had a record this year called Under the Pepper Tree, and uh, one of the songs you submitted was uh, Tumbling Tumbleweeds. So, uh, what can you tell us about uh, this track by Sarah Watkins? Well, Sarah Watkins is famous, you know, as a I think she was a teenager when she and her brother Sean, who's a guitarist, and and Chris Thiele, the uh, uh, you know, the virtuoso mandolinist uh, had a band called Nickel Creek and they, they did a number of progressive bluegrass uh, albums then. And, and she's, she's released a number of, uh, of albums with Sean. Uh, she's played in a number of bands. she played with the Decemberists for a while. Um, and, uh, and then she released this album this year. Uh, and she described it as, as kind of a children's uh, album or a family album. Um, her three-year-old appears in, in in one of the songs uh, uh, on the album. It's mostly covers, um, and uh, and and I just came back to this record a number of times this year. I, I get and I I didn't realize that she was calling it a, a children's album until until I just did a little research for you know for this uh, for this podcast. Um, but boy, it it, it felt uh, it felt comforting. Um, to be able to listen to to it throughout the year, and there's another song on this uh, on on this album that she covers, which is Harry Nielsen's uh, "Blanket for a Sale," which I think is just one of the great songs of all time. Uh, particularly, you know, with the with the tragic the tragic life of Harry Nielsen and just the wonderful songwriting that he created during his life. But but Sarah does a wonderful version of that, and uh, and I listened to and "Tumble and Tumbleweeds" was a song that I just put on many, many times this year um, and can't go without, uh, you know, mentioning again, you know, Tumble and Tumbleweeds is a featured song in the Coen Brothers movie, Big Lebowski, um, which uh, uh, which has figured prominently in my uh, list of favorite favorite movies of all time. Um, and, uh, you know, 2021 was a year when the dude the dude definitely uh, definitely needed to abide. So, uh, uh, tumble and tumbleweeds, great version of this song. Cool. Tumble and tumbleweeds, Sarah Watkins. See them tumbling down, pledging their love to the ground. Lonely but free, I'll be found. Drifting along with the tumbling Let us go. 
Yeah, it's a cool version. I like the arrangement. Um, yeah, no, thanks for submitting that. That's great. Um, so I one of mine is up next, and this is the rapper No Name from Chicago. And again, I think people listening know I'm a casual hip-hop fan. I, do, I cannot speak authoritatively on the genre at all. I check into it, kind of drift in and out, and I want to learn more. But, man, No Name in the last few years is somebody that has really got my attention. She's got kind of a low-key style, and that almost um, kind of lulls you into some really challenging stuff. I mean, it's really introspective, and it, and it and also, you know, the songs that I'm most familiar with, they're pretty political and pretty jarring. Like, she'll be, she's super in your face that she um, thinks that, you know, believes that things need to change, and they do for black Americans, and we'll talk about a lot of the injustices that she sees through personal stories. Um, anyway, this track is called Rainforest, and again, this one really, really grabbed me in uh, 2021, so I want to share a minute of this track, Rainforest, by the rapper No Name. How you get closer to love? How you eliminate all your sadness when you're opening up? How you make excuses for billionaires you broke on a bus? Honey niggas around me rolling up and smoking me up because, because my rainforest cries. Everybody dies a little. And I just wanna dance tonight. And I just wanna dance tonight. Ah, yeah. He my little baby Medusa tipping the juice up. I go back and forth in an Uber, travel for two months. I'm the emptiest, hallelujah. Open my chest up, it's a rabbit inside my hat. Angel all dressed up, looking to bless up at the milk and the honey gates. I make money for money's sake. I've been writing a hundred days to the wretched out the earth and called it baby for nine. I know my shoulder blades are shattered wings that carry me home. I said, baby, come on. You know this flesh is only temporary, brittle as bone. Why don't you empty out your love for me and chisel the stone? These are ten black commandments of property. So yeah, that's rainforest by no name and you know a lot of her tracks that i'm familiar with you know she won't necessarily have uh hooks you know or melodic hooks you know what i mean she's she's it's great instrumentation and it's great lyrics and in that way it's almost like um i mean all hip-hop is poetry but she's you know as much of a, a, a poet as anything else so i really enjoyed that track this year well and she uh you know you really uh she came out with some real social consciousness in, in rainforest. And, uh, I really, really, I, I, I was, I was not familiar with no name before, uh, you, uh, you brought it to my attention and really, really enjoyed listening to that. And, you know, as I looked into her a little bit, uh, I, I was very interested that she runs a monthly book club, uh, virtually and she, uh, and, and she really promotes, uh, African-American independent bookstores. Uh, and she also really promotes public libraries. Yeah. Um, she did a she, she did a library card registration day. Um, so uh, uh, you got to I, I, I certainly I certainly really, really like that stuff. Um, you know, one of the one of the records that I listened to a lot this year uh, was Georgia and Muldrow's VWETO2. Um, and, uh, and, and Georgia Ann Muldrow, she also performs as Geodi, 
Um, and it's it's more of the musical part of yep. of this this type of music, but but it 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 it's it had a it had a similar uh, a similar feel to me, um, a similar kind of social consciousness approach to uh, to 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 the to to the music um, and to you know to to the artist's uh, role uh, that can be played uh, in the community. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm really glad really glad. And it reminds me, I got a couple of books. I got to get back to the Nora branch of the uh, Indianapolis Public Library <laughs> right. this afternoon. So, yeah, so check out No Name. And, yeah, you know, Georgia Ann Muldrow, I really dig um, albums that I've heard of hers in the past, and I did not. So thanks for mentioning that. I didn't check out her album in uh, in 2021. Um, Dave, you have a submission, and the song is The Best Goddamn Band in Wyoming by uh, No No Boy. So tell us about this. Well, you know, I still have the immaturity of uh, enjoying the ability to speak profanity um, without it uh, coming from being able to uh, attribute that to somebody else. So, so the title of this song, I, I love to be able to say to say, and and it's not attributed to me, which is the best goddamn band in Wyoming. Um, no, no, boy, uh, is a project by a guy by the name of Julian. Superidi, I think is his last name. Super Superidi. Um, he he did this project as part of a PhD PhD program. It was released this year by Smithsonian Folkways, which I love everything that Smithsonian Folks Folkways does. Um, and it's an album called 1975. But 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 this is this project is really about uh, the story of Japanese Americans being interned during world war ii um and and there's a documentary that's released with it there's this album uh there's archival footage there's there's all kinds of things that go along with this story that that that's not not talked about that much it's it's not taught that much you know particularly to you know to you know people like me who grew up in the midwest and and wasn't wasn't really familiar with that uh with that part of of recent history um, but, uh, I'll leave it to you to listen to the song, but it's just, it, it for, for me, it's just, it, it, it's just so much about, you know, people who are, you know, facing terror, you know, just terrible, terrible discrimination. Um, and yet, and yet make the, make the most of it. Um, so, uh, I'd highly recommend, uh, getting 1975 and, and plugging into all of the different, uh, v various pieces of, of this project that he's put together. Great. Well, the artist is No No Boy. The song is The Best Goddamn Band in Wyoming. The flyer red musicians needed. So young Yoni grabbed the silver mouthpiece. Tracked down a kid who brought a trumpet to Pomona. They only have it on a free two year lease. Joy Teraoka Neitakashida went to the tryout, she was only 16. With some girlfriends to cheer her on, their club was called the Rodells. Mom said, if you keep up the school, Joy, you can sing. Georgie Kawa Oji Nisei. Tore up the coast and even played Japan Before the war they ripped up the Florida Ballroom and don't sleep on the show Tokians Under starlight they dance behind barbed wire 
Under the mountain, it meant something to say. Stuck between two countries in a fire, the best goddamn band in Wyoming. Yeah, cool song. Uh, kind of a kind of a timeless song, timeless arrangement. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Thanks for turning me on to it. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say I was gonna move on to the uh, the next track, also one of your submissions by the Weather Station um, off the LP Ignorance. Um, which again, this showed up. Um, it got written about a lot in 2021. I didn't get around to listening to it um, until you submitted this track called Robber by the Weather Station. But man, it's great. Yeah, I love this song. Um, and, you know, I wish that uh, I could be a person who says, oh, yeah, I've been listening to the weather station, you know, all of their all their records they've been making for for 10 years or so. Um, but not the case. Uh, I came across this record uh, this year. Uh, love the whole record. Ignorance is really, really good. Um, and and I thought Robert was what was particularly what was particularly good. Um, you know, it and uh, the previous track really kind of fall into my uh, my bucket of, you know, social consciousness or a bit of protest songs, because this is this is really about uh, about how um, we have uh, uh not taking care of uh, our planet the way that we uh, should have. Um, and, uh, and, and certainly, you know, the other part of this is, you know, giving a nod to our Canadian neighbors, weather stations, Canadian band, and, um, you know, got to hand it to Neil Young and Joni Mitchell for, uh, you know, at, at, at least, at least standing up for artists uh, who, who don't have the benefit of tremendous royalties uh, coming in um, uh, the way they do. And and then, you know, all the other great Canadian musicians that I've listened to over the years, Robbie Robertson of the band and, uh, uh, you know, certainly Leonard Cohen ranks probably, you know, in my in my top handful uh, of artists. And it also reminds me, you know, a little bit of of how I was not very hip to the tragically hip until they'd pretty much run run their course. And so just encourage encourage you to listen to the weather station and and uh and certainly uh listen to all of our all of our great musicians from throughout north america yeah so the album is ignorance the artist is the weather station and this song is called robber by the weather station
great track again kind of you know you can hear different different genres at play in that one and uh which is kind of like a lot of that weather station record right yep and uh i encourage listeners hang in there because this song smolders for a while and then boy about about two-thirds or three-quarters of the way into it it is just it, it is just smoking so uh uh definitely uh definitely give that a listen so dave I decided to include in my next submission a track that I'm not proud of, but if we're doing a list of what are songs that I listen to a lot, okay, here's my favorite song at the gym. And I absolutely, I absolutely love that you, I yeah. absolutely love you added with this, this song. So, so really and this, this will make sense in a second. So if listeners, if you don't like the kind of pop EDM genre, skip ahead two minutes because you're not going to like this track, but I was like, don't do it. Listen to us. <laughs> but I was, listen but I was, to us talk about like, a little bit and then, and then, and then listen to the whole thing. But I was like, you know, what's, what's a song. This is a song that I never was submitted 10 years ago. But like, what's a song that I actually listen to? So you, as you know, and because you, you and I both have tried to prioritize our health in the last several years, and I think we're doing a pretty good job. And you know, so running and going to the gym regularly. Um, yeah, I, I like upbeat music. Um, I like upbeat music. Um, a lot of times, melodic music that helps me. And so, in that EDM pop genre, this is breaking no ground. But the artist Sagala is one of those artists, kind of like Zed. You know, he's incredibly prolific. He writes melodic songs, and um, a track that I would not have been caught dead admitting to like. Um, one of his, one of his tracks that he put out this year is called "You for Me" with uh, the singer Rita Ora. And so this was at the top of my list in terms of spins because I would almost always play it when I was exercising. So here's "You for Me" by Sagala with Rita Ora. So when I'm on a run or at the gym, it's like, just give me that, you know, tinny Chicago house piano and a, you know, a, a hooky melody. And you know what? I'm good. And I'm not embarrassed to say it, you know? It's obvious uh, why you're ahead of me on the fitness front, because you're listening to uh, to this kind of music. Um, you know, I, I, I have to admit that, you know, like every year uh, I will, I will hear, you know, somebody reference the summer anthem of the year uh that has like 60 gazillion downloads uh and i will have absolutely no idea who it is 
Um, and, uh, and you for me was, was the same way. In fact, I was trying to figure out how Sagala and Rita, the aura sisters, uh, uh, you know, put this thing together. So, um, did, didn't, didn't realize until I, you know, got this from you that Sagala was this, you know, famous DJ and producer and yeah. Rita Ora is this, you know, kind of celebrity type singer person, but great song and very, very enjoyable. And, uh, I, I think, I think probably most of your podcast listeners could, could, could use an extra, you know, burn on the, the treadmill or something. So absolutely put this on. Sagala, get out there. Sagala, you know, it's very mainstream music, obviously, but you know, one, one thing I'll mention about Sagala is he's got YouTube videos. Well, he'll hear, he'll go into painstaking detail about how he constructs his tracks and writes his songs. And that's very cool. You know, a lot of artists, you know, want to are, you know, um, it's, it's up to them, but want to are more kind of mysterious and private about it, but he's really open about the process. So Dave, for your next track, you've submitted somebody who I've been fascinated with for at least a decade, the pianist VJ Ayer and his uh, trio. I've never gotten to see him live before. That would, that's a goal for me to get to see him live, but anyway, um, the his album Uneasy and the track is uh, I believe I believe it's pronounced tu- Tuba. But um, what can you tell us about this uh, VJ Ayer track? Well, I'm like you. I've been a fan of VJ Ayer's uh, pianist, jazz pianist, for uh, a good long while. I did get to see him several years ago uh, with his uh, sextet, sextet, which was a co- completely uh, a completely different sounding. Uh, sounding setup with so many different instruments being able to do so many different things at once. Um, Uneasy uh, is, you know, for me, probably my, I'd say my, my favorite jazz album of the year. It may be my favorite uh, album cover of the year too. The album cover is this very uh, disconcerting photograph of the Statue of Liberty, not because it's been altered in any way. It's just a different kind of perspective of of looking out across the bay at uh, at the Statue of Liberty, and and it does create a little bit like an uneasy feeling. I can understand why they why he paired it with uh, with the title for uh, for this album. But on this album, it's uh, it, you know a couple of artists to also to really pay attention to. Um, there's, uh, the bassist, Linda May, Han O, um, and then the percussionist or drummer, uh, Tyshawn Sori. And Tyshawn Sori is a guy that I would say, w- w- whenever you get a chance to see him, whenever you get a chance to, to, to get all the, you know, be a, see any of his projects, uh, definitely do it. He's just a, just a tremendous drummer, uh, band leader, uh, composer, uh, and player. And, and on this song, um, I mean, it, 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 I I would say that even if you aren't a even if you aren't a jazz fan, uh, but you're but but you're a fan of uh, of groups playing together, the thing that I love about this song is that each one of these players really gets some space. They they give each other a lot of space to play in. They don't play over each other. They really they they really maximize. I think what what each what each of the members is uh, is doing. So. Uh, uh, I hope you like this one. Cool. The the it's spelled T O U B A. It's a track by VJ Ayer, Linda May, Han O, oh, and Tyshawn Story.
It's off the album Uneasy. Uh, BJ Iyer, Linda May, Han Oh, and Tyshawn Story. The track is called Tuba. Um, yeah, great. I mean, what a what a this, fascinating career. That yeah, um, this is another song that takes a little while to wind up and, and get going. So I encourage you to uh, listen to the whole song, listen to the whole record. Um, I do listen to a lot of jazz throughout the year, and I spend a lot more time, I think, listening to instrumental music uh, than uh, uh, sung music in 2021. And uh, uh, a couple of other recommendations that I would make, just in case there are people that are wanting to listen to more jazz. Uh, and one of them is uh, a record by Pharaoh Sanders and this and this DJ producer, Floating Points. Uh, and the London Symphony Orchestra called Promises, which is this kind of classical, you know, uh, Pharaoh Sanders, jazz musician, been around a long time. And then this kind of modernist, uh, you know, sounds, beats uh, and other things. And then uh, and then a full orchestra behind them. Um, and as unlikely of a matchup as that sounds, really, really highly recommend that. And then for jazz traditionalists, a record that came out, uh, was a Love Supreme live in Seattle, um, which was a which was a recording that people had talked about for a long, long time. That there was this live version of John Coltrane's classic, A Love Supreme, uh, and it uh, finally, you know, the the rights to it got got released or, or or whatever happens, and and finally the record came out. And that was also, I mean, anybody who's a big fan of classic jazz uh, definitely listened to a Love Supreme live in Seattle from 1965. That's great. Um, I will check it out. Uh, so kind of related to jazz, this every every year, if I'm lucky, there's an album that it's like, wow. And there, I think there were two this year. This was one of them. The artist is Michael Mayo. The art, the album is called Bones. He's on a jazz label, Mac Avenue, but this is kind of a, it's a, it's, it's pop, it's, it's soul. Um, he's a vocalist. Um, who's really, really creative with overdubbing vocals and vocal arrangements. Turns out his parents uh, are studio musicians. Michael Mayo's in his late 20s. But this album, The Way, just destroyed me. Or sorry, this al- the album Bones destroyed me, I should say. This track is called The Way. I'll play a clip off, um, off uh, uh, Bones by Michael Mayo. This song is called The Way. Walking in, you were walking out. Saw that little grin, the one they told me about. Now I know that love should never be so easy, but but there's something in the way you move. So yeah, it's got it's got jazz influences, pop influences, but the whole album's good. And I'll say, um, if you're interested, there's more accessible songs on there. Um, you and You is one. The video is really really cool on YouTube. So anyway, the artist is Michael Mayo and Dave. That was the one where I would the first time I heard it. It was um, in the fall. I was just like, 
what is this anyway yeah i'm really glad you turned me on to that i've listened to bones several times since you uh uh, since you sent it over to me, and and I think it's I, I think it's really great. I, I I it was that voice is one where I was like I know I've heard of the, I know I've heard this guy before. I know there's something about this that I, I like I recognize, and I and I couldn't put my finger on it. But as I was going through my like the the stuff that I really liked in in 2021, I did come across a note uh, from this guy Nate Smith's album Kinfolk Two, which is which is really good. And I and I listened to it a number of times. Uh, and I and I got to it through the vibraphonist uh, Joel Ross. Joel Ross p- plays on that, and I kind of chased down a rabbit hole of Joel Ross. I was listening to everything I could get my hands on, and and uh, uh, and Michael Mayo s- sings on that. And so I and and I I didn't even realize it, but I cool. had a note uh, of how much I like that the single attitude, uh, which is Nate Smith's, but but it's Michael Mayo's. Yeah. Uh, uh, voice on that, and it, but definitely, uh, definitely uh, listen to the, the whole album Bones. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, and you can go down a YouTube rabbit hole with Michael Mayo doing his own compositions and a lot of jazz re, uh, reinterpretations of jazz standards and stuff like that. It's just real. Right. I, I hope he's somebody that we're hearing from for a long time. So he's got. I, he's just got a voice that is a real instrument that I can see a lot of different artists kind yeah. of plugging in. Yeah. Um, and also seeing him on video, he he he's a very charismatic person to to watch perform um, as well. So yeah. I I totally agree with you on that. So um, last year's episode, you know, same we highlighted some uh, new recordings of classical music, and you know you. And uh, your wife, Emily, stay up on, you know, new recordings and interpretations of, of classical music. And you submitted one, uh, I believe it's Lisa Davidson or Lisa Davidson uh, and the London Philharmonic uh, performing Beethoven. So what can you tell us about this next track? Well, uh, Lisa Davidson, is she's this Norwegian opera singer who's really kind of come to the fore of, uh, of what are known as these lyric dramatic lyric dramatic sopranos. They're the they're the sopranos with, that just have the ability to crank out that high voice uh, and fill up an opera hall. And so she's she's one of these stars who's really kind of hit the top now. Um, she released this record uh, this year of of uh, uh, of 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 songs by Beethoven. Uh, and Wagner and Verdi. It comes on the heels of a of her her first record, which is Strauss and Wagner songs. Um, so a real, real big voice singing a really, really big song. Uh, uh, that all perfido. It, it, it's the song of a spurned lover, and you don't need to, you know, you, you don't need a translation to hear that. And one of the things that I love about this particular track is, is you hear, and you may not get to all of it, you know, on, on, on this, uh, on this clip, but there's, there's some very, very soft, high singing. Um, and then there, there are points where she just, where, where she just completely belts it out. And so I, I thought this would be a good one to, uh, to put on, put on this year's set. And good. So here's Lisa Davidson singing Beethoven, uh, Perfido, the London Philharmonic. Thank you. 
you just hope people keep uh, performing this music for a thousand years you know i kind of think they will actually uh it is it, it is so good uh and uh, you know the, the 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 themes are repeated over and over again um and uh this is one uh where where certainly uh that happens it, it, and and uh you know if you if you like that voice i mean she is she's putting out music like crazy right now um in 2021 she also did a record of Sibelius songs he's a a Finnish composer, um, and she sang this Nordic origin song called Lunater or something like that, Lunater, and uh, it's a very challenging piece, which I loved, but I, I wasn't about to I wasn't about to put it on on this uh, on this set, and then got a record that's that that's coming out right now with, with the pianist Leaf Ovations. Um, of uh, Edvard Grieg songs, so um, definitely uh, pay attention to her. Um, I would also say that uh, you know I I pay attention to lots of kind of the traditional classical, but then also what I would say new classical or kind of art art school uh, type songs. And Carolyn Shaw is a is a composer that I just think is wonderful. She's been putting out really great music for a number of years, and she did a record this year. Uh, with uh, so percussion called other song highly recommend that um, and then if you want to really really be challenged uh, listen to a record called enigma um, and it's performed by the spectral quartet um, and it's composed by another uh, another Scandinavian uh, composer a current composer named Anna Thorvald's daughter um, but it it may be the most challenging and also most interesting uh, string quartet that I've ever heard uh, called Enigma. So, cool. a few things to few things to pay attention to. Oh, that's great. Um, next song yeah, that you submitted, "If Ever" by Paula Fuga, Jack Johnson, and Ben Harper. So it's a collaboration, and I'm familiar with these artists. I wasn't familiar with this song, so thanks for uh, uh, turning me on to it. What can you tell us about it? You know, I'm 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 a little embarrassed in some ways to. To put this song on it's 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 a little it 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 it, it it's pretty high on kind of the the mellow out uh feel good factor it, it's one that i that i typically don't go for uh very much um and in fact i i declined to go see jack johnson one year at bonnaroo i was like now nah, i'll just i'll just sit it out because i just felt like he was he was just like way too way too much of a you know kind of like hang out feel good everything's cool kind of a guy um but you know what being locked inside during the dur during the uh uh the covid 19 pandemic made me change my feelings on this guy a lot uh and so i spent a lot of time watching his dispatches his video dispatches from from hawaii uh him dialing up artists around the world and playing songs with them and him doing these songs um and Paula Fuga is a Hawaiian, uh, 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 and uh, and and I and she he he backed her to put out this record, uh, "Rain on Sunday," and I just and I just love this song. If ever I I've listened to it lots and lots of times this year. Um, I also think that you know in the year after my mother's death, uh, 
you know, I did think, you know, if ever, if ever I see you again, um, you know, it rang really, really, really genuine and, and true to me. So if, if you need something to, uh, to make you feel good, uh, definitely uh, listen to If Ever by uh, Paula Fuga, Jack Johnson and Ben Harper. If ever I could see you again mm-hmm. If ever, if ever I could see you again mm-hmm. Won't you take me back to where we used to play Hang on every word Hang on every moment I know you're in between now and I know you can't stay Give me one more rising sun, just one more setting moment It felt so bright, I had to turn away Turn back around, and the moment had been stolen You make magic out of nothing, you make my fears go away But who will make the words, or find the answers for them If ever, if ever I could see you Yeah, cool. It's a feel-good song, and thanks for the explanation there. That makes sense. About that, it's cool that uh, um, he would, um, you know, um, collaborate and give Paula Fuga the chance to uh, develop a worldwide audience. So yeah, it's cool. I I submitted next um, Casey Musgraves the album Starcross. So by the way, if we had more time, the similarly. A kind of mainstream album that I'm just obsessed with is Laura and Vula, Pink Noise. And I, but I couldn't pick one track, but I love that album. And then similarly, I love this album, Casey Musgraves. Of course, I loved her album from a few years ago, Golden Hour. She stayed with the same producers, Ian Fitchuk and uh, Daniel Tashian. So it's definitely country influence, but she just also just writes these great songs. A lot of people wrote about this was like her breakup album, kind of her divorce record. And um, this song that I submitted, Breadwinner, was my favorite track off that album, which is upbeat, but the lyrics are so... I mean, it, it makes you feel bad for her ex-husband, actually, because it's like, geez, KZ, you didn't leave anything to the imagination. So uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll show you what I mean here. Here's what he'll do, he'll play cool When he hangs out with a woman like you Say he ain't pressed by all your success Tell you he's different than all of the rest You're gonna give it all and give it all But you won't get it back I'm telling you it's gonna hurt Stay away from a boy like that He wants a breadwinner He wants your dinner until he Shimmer 
great album though it's a sad album you know it's about it's about a breakup but uh still it's just a great album she's such a great songwriter just uh, just uh i think it continues to evolve with every record you know I love Casey Musgraves and uh, I, I agree with you. I, I really, I, I, I love star cross. Uh, I did love Laura Mbula's record as well oh, uh, this year too, but uh, both, both records I listened to quite a bit, just a quick story about Casey Musgraves. Uh, uh, Emily and I were out in California. I think it was, it was late 2012 or early 2013. And my friend Tom had a pre-release copy of Casey Musgraves, same trailer, different park. Uh, which he gave to us and he said no matter what do not let this fall into anyone else's hands um and uh so uh we got back from indiana and i said let's put on that uh casey musgraves uh, cd um and we couldn't find it and we couldn't find it and then we realized it must still be in the rental car that we left at the oakland airport <laughs> <laughs> but uh thankfully uh neither tom uh, nor we were uh uh involved in you know any kind of uh legal action involving early release of same trailer different park uh and then uh and then uh, i got to see her at bonnaroo in 2013 so the record had just come out it's obvious she's going to be a big star yeah. it's a great record uh and but but they had and she's a songwriter, so she obviously had lots, you know, she had songs, but she had this band and they set up and they they basically played. They play, basically played the record. The, the crowd went crazy and they didn't have any more songs to play. Um, so uh, so they went on to play a cover of a uh, of a Bob Marley song. And I think they played a cover of a uh, of a Hank Williams senior song cool. because they just they just didn't have other songs prepared. But yeah, uh, she's 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 great. And uh, I look look forward to look forward to what comes next from her. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's the the, the song was breadwinner off the star crossed LP from this year by Casey Musgraves. Uh, Dave, you submitted the next song. Uh, John Hyatt, somebody who uh, was born and raised in Indianapolis. And the, the track is Mississippi Phone Booth by John Hyatt and Jerry Douglas from the LP Leftover Feelings. Yeah, so, you know, Jerry Douglas is infamous dobro player. He's played with everybody in, in Nashville and is and is super great and so John Hyatt did this record with with Jerry Douglas and the Jerry Douglas uh band. Um, you know, uh you always bring um, you know, something good from Indianapolis and for me this is my connection to Indianapolis, John Hyatt, you know, graduate of Broad Ripple High School. And, um, and even though he doesn't have a, you know, a huge amount of ties to Indy still, uh, you know, this is, this is his hometown. And, uh, uh, I just, I, I, I just love this song. It's got, uh, it, it's got those good, uh, Southern, you know, Southern references. It sounds, you know, uh, it doesn't refer directly to it, but, uh, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of Robert Johnson at the, at the crossroads, uh, you know, a little bit of Rye Cooter, Jesus on the main line. Um, and so uh, I, I hope you enjoy the song. Flying everywhere 
And so the album is uh, Leftover Feelings, also from, from 2021. Again, John Hyatt and Jerry Douglas. Uh, yeah, cool track. And if you like, if you like this kind of stuff, uh, I would also say don't miss Robert Plant and Allison Crouch's album, Raise the Roof. Cool. Uh, it's, it's also a really good record, particularly the single uh, Can't Let Go, which is a song that was made famous by Lucinda Williams. Uh, but uh, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss do a, do a great version of that and kind of similar, similar feel, uh, feel, feel to the music. Dave, you wanted to include a uh, Stephen Sondheim tribute in this year's list. Um, and before we play uh, uh, Finishing the Hat, uh, uh, Mandy Patinkin singing uh, Finishing the Hat from Sunday in the Park with George. Um, what, what do you want to share about uh, kind of reflecting on Stephen Sondheim? Well, Stephen Sondheim died last year, end of the year, age 91, just a preeminent lyricist uh and then uh uh musical lyricist and 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 songwriter of the you know the 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 last half of the the 20th century um and uh, and uh you know so i mean for people that don't know Sondheim, you know, he wrote the lyrics to West Side Story and Gypsy back in the in the 50s. And he wrote some very celebrated, you know, musicals, you know, from the 60s all the way to the 90s. You know, some that you might be familiar with would be Sweeney Todd, um, you know, or Follies um, or Company. Um, but he did a he, he did a, a musical called Sunday in the Park with George, um, which is based the, the musical is based on the French pointillist uh, painter George Seurat's painting a Sunday afternoon on the island of the Le Grand Jate. I think that's the way you say that. Um, and, um, and, and for, you know, somebody like me, Midwestern kid uh, who, you know, got to go to Chicago's Art Institute, you know, for the first time when I was in high school. And I actually saw this, this giant painting, um, this pointillist painting of this scene, you know, in the, the, the late 1800s in, in Paris, I was just, I was just captivated by it. It it felt like, it felt like I took ownership of that painting. Um, And then as it turns out, this American songwriter, uh, you know, does a, you know, does a musical about it. So I've always, I've always felt a bit of kind of like ownership over it. Um, But I, you know, I, I particularly wanted to to include this because, you know, you and I have, you you and I both, you know, spend quite a bit of time thinking about the artistic process. You know, how do, how, how, how do things get created? How, how does a, how does an idea get started? How does that idea germinate? How does that germination turn into a, into, into, into a a product, um, overcoming, overcoming your fears and insecurities and, and, you know, putting stuff out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that that's, uh, I think, I think, I think finishing, you know, finishing the hat is, is, is so much about the creative process and all the things that can come in between, in between, you know, not creating something and, and creating something or particularly finishing something. Um, it's also the, it's also the title to, 
to Sondheim's autobiography that he put out some years ago. So I think there's some importance that he that he picked that as the title. I also think it's a little bit curious that 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 the that the song is about finishing a hat. It's a creative process of finishing a hat. But remember, it's not really a hat. It's not a hat that you could put on your head. It was a hat that was in a painting. Yeah. Um. So it it, it there's there's a different level to it. Um. And you know, for Mandy Patinkin has a has had a you know great musical theater career, you know, a great film career, maybe best known to, you know, like people that aren't familiar with that whole area for his role, it's like TV roles in criminal, criminal minds and homeland. Uh, but uh, just a, j- just a great, uh, a great performer. And I, I just, uh, I, I just felt the need to, to, to bring, to bring something uh, to the memory of sometime to the set list this year. Here's, Mandy Patinkin in the great song Finishing the Hat. You and me, pal. Second bottle. Ah, she looks for me. Bonnet flapping. Yapping. Roof. Chicken. Pastry. Yes, she looks for me. Good. Let her look for me to tell me why she left me, as I always knew she would. I had thought she understood. They have never understood, and no reason that they should. But if anybody could. Finishing the hat How you have to finish the hat How you watch the rest of the world from a window While you finish the hat Mapping out a sky What you feel like planning the sky What you feel when voices that come through the window Go until they distance and die Until there's nothing but sky And how you're always turning back too late From the grass or the stick or the dog or the light How the kind of woman willing to wait Not the kind that you want to find waiting To return you to the night you know, you can always count on Sondheim for those killer hooks, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not a Broadway aficionado either. You know, but as a um, pretty obsessive uh, jazz fan and fan of uh, jazz standards, like it's no, you hear that song and it's like, it's no surprise why thousands of jazz artists interpret, you know, reinterpret song Sondheim's uh, compositions. You know, the melodies are and just are just so great. Yep, the melodies, and then uh, you know, and also the really good singers. Uh, have those interpretations of those wonderful lyrics uh, that he had, you know, those, those, those phrases, those repeated consonants, the, the combinations. Uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda heard a couple of interviews with him whom, you know, Sondheim did some mentorship for, um, you know, refers to re- refers to many, many of the lines that Sondheim wrote uh, Miranda didn't didn't re, didn't repeat but he but what he had was the cadence in mind um so uh just just uh you know a great a, gr- a great talent and uh 
will be missed. Yeah. So we're down to our last few selections. So if you've been listening to this, thanks for hanging in with this and hope you're picking up some new recommendations. And, you know, we want to hear your uh, recommendations as well. Um, I've got a, a submission, the artist Snail Mail, a.k.a. Lindsay Jordan. Okay, Dave, we've talked about this a lot, but it's like the... Um, the emergence of a group of songwriters, and they're all different, so it's it maybe be unfair for me to lump them together, but they're they're young women who are taking at least on the surface they're kind of '90s you know indie rock influences, but they're writing great songs and doing something new. And they're too many to mention, but you know Lindsey Jordan is one of my favorite among those artists. You know the others would be Phoebe Bridgers. Lucy Dacus, Be a Bad Doobie, who come, has come out with a couple of great records the last couple of years. Um, Julian Baker, you know. But anyway, this album is the title track off Snail uh, Snail Mail, a.k.a. Lindsey Jordan, is her, the title track off the album Valentine. This song is called Valentine. I just want to play a quick clip from it. Where no one can see us, honey. Careful in that room Those parasitic cameras Don't they stop to stare at you? Can't look for us both You've gotta live and I gotta go I heard that chorus, you know, first time I heard that song and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm definitely uh, going to check out this this whole album. So anyway, that's that's Valentine by Snail Mail. Just great track. That's a great song. Definitely love that. Uh, a couple of uh, artists that I would add to your list um, would be uh, 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 Michelle Zahn, who performs as Japanese Breakfast. Oh man, um, she's a she, she's a celebrated author, uh, best-selling author, uh, as well as a as well as a songwriter. And she had a record called Jubilee this year that's really really great. Um, and uh, and Lana Del Rey is is an artist that I one of my favorite records of of this year was Kim Trails Over the Country Club. Uh, and there are a couple of songs on that that are just awesome. Um, and then I think I think finally, uh, if it, 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 not to not to presuppose how 2022 ends up, but uh, Mitski's Laurel Hell record yeah. is re- is really really good. Have, too. Haven't heard so, it yet too. Yeah, um, just just so, come out. You know, yeah, the, go go back and. Yeah, 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 excellent. There, there were a couple of singles that that arrived at the end of the year, and then the rest of the records out, and it's just terrific. Yeah, a lot of a, a lot of really, really great uh, female singer songwriters to draw inspiration yeah. from. 
That's for sure. So the artist Drew Holcomb, you submitted one of his songs, Keep on the Sunny Side. Drew Holcomb's definitely, he's played Indianapolis a lot. He's definitely picking up a big following. Uh, tell us about Keep on the Sunny Side. Well, Keep on the Sunny Side is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, it's an easy song to for, for me to play on guitar. Um, and it's got great lyrics. Um, and it certainly is in the... Uh, country traditional music canon i believe uh probably first came to fame in the late 1920s uh, as through a recording by the carter family you know which is which which is the 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 oldest and royalist family in in country and traditional music uh uh sarah carter and ap carter and mother maybell carter um, and, uh, and so, uh, this, this song, um, which is by, which is performed by Drew Holcomb and his wife, Ellie, uh, was on a record called Americinda. Um, and you know, I'm a big Americana fan and Americinda was a compilation of 20 years of dual tone record recordings. And it was, and it was, and it was covers of those, of those dual tone songs and keep on the sunny side was, was, was probably my favorite one of the year. Uh, and, and also, uh, you know, on, on, on my, uh, 2021 set list, it's what I close things out with. Cause it just, it just seems like the best way to, uh, uh, to round out, uh, 2021 and, and to head into 2022 is to keep on the sunny side. There's a dark and a troubled side of life. There's a bright and a sunny side too But if you meet with the darkness and strife The sunny side we also may view Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side Keep on the sunny side of life it will help us every day, it will brighten all the way If we keep on the sunny side of life Cool, um, so Drew Holcomb and um, yeah, so, so it's a uh, Americinda 20 years of dual tone records um, Thanks for that Dave, we're down to our, our last song And before we get to this, just because um, we'll go out with um, this song Introvert by the UK rapper, rapper Little Sims um, I know um, uh, one thing I want to mention that I'm really looking forward to in 2022, 2023 is American Pianist Association, the, the best jazz competition, piano competition in the world in terms of prize money and prestige is headquartered in our own Indianapolis. And um, uh, the, the jazz piano competition is happening in the fall of 22 and the start of 2023. I personally am really, really um, looking forward to that. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm going to try to get out and see a lot more live music and play a lot more live music in 2022. Um, I don't know. What are you, what are you looking forward to Dave? Well, you know, I've had a chance to, uh, to see some of the, uh, the, the jazz competition and it's really great. So I would encourage, you know, anybody and everybody in Indianapolis to, to, to seek it out. Um, if you appreciate live music, then you'll love to see, um, those performances, even though jazz may not be uh, strictly in your roundhouse, 
I agree, you know, not being able to see live music for, for, for two years is something that I'm, I'm really ready to, to get back out and do. I've got tickets, uh, in at the end of March to big ears in Knoxville. And I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing a lot of performers, um, there. I, I expect that if they're able to pull off that, uh, that festival, the festival goers are going to be very appreciative. And I think the artists are going to be very welcoming too. And I think that's the way, I think that's the way live music is going to be uh, everywhere. There's a lot of pent up desire to, to hear and see it. Um, and certainly the artists have, have suffered, you know, monetarily and, and emotionally not being able to perform for their, yeah. uh, for their fans. So it's definitely looking forward to, to uh 2022 being a good year and looking forward to getting back together uh face to face with my friends in the central indiana folk music society and and uh getting to see them face to face as well every month anything with as well anything with indianapolis jazz foundation on its name you know is going to be good and uh, i don't dave i'm going to challenge myself this year if it's a netflix night especially if it's a friday or saturday or sunday i'm going to try to go out and see some music instead I'm just saying that I'm putting that out there in the hopes that if anybody's listening, they might be inspired to do the same. So hit us up and uh, in, invite us out and we'll uh, and, and we'll join you. Uh, and certainly, uh, you know, um, if you want to talk more about music uh, from last year or maybe the previous 50 years, uh, which I've been paying attention to for a while. Uh, or if you want to talk about what's coming out uh, right now, you know, feel free to uh, connect uh, to me through Michael and uh, I look forward to a great year in music with everybody. And, um, you know, and if uh, and if at all possible, you and I can sit down uh, again next year and do this again. If it's not, been a pleasure. If, if not sooner, there's too much good music out there. Let's be honest. You know, when everybody says, oh, man, all the good music ended around 1980, it's like, I'm just like, you're crazy. But, you know, let's be honest. If you've hung in this long, you know, none of those people are actually listening to this podcast right now because if you hung in this long, you are not one of those people, right? So... Anyway, um, my, I'm gonna I want to go out with Introvert by Little Sims. She is a UK rapper. She's had a couple of um, hits attached to mu- movie soundtracks, and I knew nothing about her. But I decided to check out what the hype was all about, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Dave!" You know, um, any uh, any closing comments before we go out with uh, Little Sims? Well, I I'm I haven't been a big fan. I think I'm turning into a bigger fan because of the way that you raved about it. I I do remember uh, that. Uh, her previous record gray area was really good. Um, it was, it was nominated for the Mercury prize. I kind of see those things come up and, and, and as they get a little bit of buzz, I'll listen to them. I remember listening to that one. Um, but sometimes I may be an introvert, really, really good record. I'm glad you, uh, you, you brought it to, uh, to, to this and, uh, encourage everybody to, to give it a listen. Yeah. You know, whether you're a hardcore hip hop fan or not, it's just a a great record. Anyway, Dave, thanks. I always enjoy doing this and thank you for turning me on to such, so many great songs uh, that I might have otherwise missed, probably would have from 2021. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Glad to be with you.
a young messiah I see sinners in the church, I see sinners in the church Sometimes I might be introvert, there's a war inside I hear battle cries, mothers burying sons Young boys playing with guns, the devil's a liar Fulfill your wildest desires Now I don't want to be the one to doctor this But if you can't feel pain, then you can't feel the opposite The fight between the yin and yang's a fight you'll never win I study humans, that makes me an anthropologist I'm not into politics, but I know it's dark times Parts of the world still living in apartheid But if I don't take this winner's flight, that's career suicide though i should have been a friend when your grandma died i see the illness see my aunt laying in her bed i see her soul rising as her body gets closer to death 